welcome back to another episode of Divine Holistic Medicine. I am so excited to have our guests here today. She is someone who I came across in the coaching world, and I fell in love with all her work and what she does and who she is and what she stands for. So I'm so excited to welcome Taylor Lachey. Hi, thank you so much for this. I'm so excited. If only they could see how like giddy my face is right now. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. And for everyone listening, if you would like to give a brief introduction, because you are a, you know, a master of all. So I really I want you to be able to share that. Yes, thank you so much. So yes, I am Taylor Lachey. I am a holistic leadership coach. And that to me is working with people with their leadership mindset to teach them how to, I'll say the more structural side of leadership, the like qualities and the thing and the modalities that really help you advance mentally and be mentally tough, mentally strong to get through adversity that comes with living fucking life that you want to live it is okay if I cuss right okay <laughs> to live the fucking life that you want to live however I also am all about energy we are energy everybody like yes we are all subjectively going through our own things however you are still an energy source I am an energy source and so I add in this holistic presence to my practice by really embodying not just mindset but going into the roots of our issues the healing aspect of everything and actually healing yourself energetically to also become a leader because yeah you need to have the mindset you want to have that leadership mindset to back up the change and the desires and the goals and the intentions and whatever your mission is however if you don't have the energy behind it, the universe quite literally cannot respond and create what we desire. If there is insecurity, instability, and stress living within you, you can't advance and create what you really desire, which is to be stress-free, to be more financially free, to be more empowered in who you are, where you come from, and where you're going, and to be confident about it all and live your life completely and utterly shamelessly and fucking magically because listen i love science but spirituality and energy show that there's so much more to this universe and so in my practice i combine them like i said with the structure and the strategy of mindset and being a leader in your thinking being empowered in your thinking but also working with your energy and getting aligned in the way that you think, you feel, and you act because the universe loves movement. So that is what my practice basis is, like my mission, my purpose. Um, and what got me started on this journey is when I was really young, I dealt with a lot of family members with drug addiction and poor mental health and for a long time as children without control of our circumstances you know my brothers and i we were victim to that we were victim to the choices of those around us and as i grew older yeah of course there's teenage angst but at some point it was like okay what the fuck is this 
there is no way you as a parent and family members should be allowing the things that are happening to be happening. And it just, not even really and, it's just for me though, instead of just like lashing out, responding and like overreacting, always wanted to know why. I used to get called nosy a lot. And I think that it was my saving grace though. <laughs> um, because I always ask why. And whether I was asking out loud or internally, like I always wanted to know more. I wanted to see behind the curtains. I wanted to know what was happening behind the scenes so I could really get a bigger picture because I knew there was a bigger picture and I was frustrating being young and people acting like you can't understand. And so that I think is where the leadership part just kicked in in me because for me, it wasn't a matter of age. It's a matter of what I'm seeing. It's what I'm experiencing. Like I'm watching you guys make mistake after mistake and it's making everybody miserable. So I don't want to experience that. So for me, it was always a question of why is this an effect of this and this? And why does this keep happening? And how can I change it? And that is where the journey of, I call it my journey of justice, man. Like where I was like, it's time for change. Uh, I'm not going to be a victim of these choices. Like, and I want a better life for my brothers. You know, I don't know if I can save everybody else, but you know, as a kid dealing with that, I had to grow up early. I had to take care of my brothers. And, you know, I was that kid that who cares about homework? Like I'm fucking changing diapers and watching kids and, you know, doing mom shit, mom and dad shit, you know, like neither one of them were very active. And even when they were like, you know, I'll definitely shout my mom out for the fact of my dad, our dads were not present. So my mom had to take on that fatherly and motherly role. And I think that's where the energy part kicked in because my mom was always very loving and she was always very open. However, she was about her hustle. Like she was not about to depend on nobody. She was not about to stay stuck and miserable and be like the people in our family. And so that early on helped me embody this like strong, masculine, go-getter energy. Like if I know something can be better, I'm gonna fucking make it better. And I'm gonna figure out how. However, I think that motherly, like emotional, expressive, intuitive side also was built up because at what point do you truly know something is wrong and has to change versus you're just angry and just dislike what's happening because it's not going your way. And to decipher that, it definitely takes a lot of intuition. So that led to a lot happening that could take decades to explain. Um, so, which is why at the end, we will be providing a way for everyone to get more into my energy to learn more about that. But fast forward, um, you know, moved out at 17 and I was like, I got to do better. And I moved in with this family and the turning point that I think really led me here to this place as a coach and to be able to be empowered as this role is she looked the family that took me in the mother looked at me and she was like what can you do for your brothers like 
Well, what can you do for any of them? You are 17 with nothing but a single laundry basket. Like what are in a book bag? What are you gonna do? You haven't even graduated high school yet. And it was like, and she told me I have to do and take care of me so I can give it to them. Because when I give it to myself, I can give it to them. And then it was easier to move forward and to be, I'm gonna use the word selfish loosely because it was really like having to be selfish to be selfless. Like I had to care enough about my well-being to even be able to truly be able to do something about the well-being of others. And so fast forward some more, you know, job hopping to places, getting to management, and then that's where the leadership came professionally in real life where I got to embody these concepts and these ideas on a whole different level and be with a team of people. And that is when I realized like, even on a deeper level, I, I like being in a leadership role. I like talking with people and empowering them in their decisions. Like, to be honest, one of my favorite things as a manager was to stick up for my employees when asshole customers came in. Like, oh, you thought you was about to come in here and dog my employee and then call me to the side and try to complain? I don't know what you thought this was, but we believe in fairness here and not entitlement. Like, leave the ego at the door, please. <laughs> So it was always great to like stand up and be in a position to empower others to do so. And then fast forward some more, I made a huge leap to leave my hometown because there was no room for growth. There, like all the friends that I quote friends that I had, you know, some were real true friends and I started to transition and I actually made two friends that helped change my life a lot um, that are still my best friends. And there were others that I had to release, like they were toxic energy. And this is where the energy work started to get more important because I was watching The Secret, the documentary, and I realized how much toxic soul food was around me that I was consuming as if it was okay and that I had been consuming for years. So I was like, nope, done with this, clearing it out. Fast forward some more, I get a promotion and I get an opportunity to move. So I'm like, I'm out, we're gone. It's it's time, it's re I'm ready. And ever since then, I have truly been on a different level of leadership energetically, which is where the big concept and background of my business came from because emotionally I had to level up as a leader. I was, it was, it's hard to move from your hometown and everything, you know, especially when you're a sheltered kid who like literally never traveled either. And then you fucking move, like, come on, this is a lot. And then, you know, financially, because before we moved, my partner and I had roommates. Granted, we had our own place, but we had roommates. So I didn't have to factor in bills. So I had to step the fuck up in my finances. Like I had to get on some grown up shit and then also signing leases and getting bills turned on in your name. So you got things like credit scores and all that fun jazz. And then, you know, also I felt like 
I'm in the prime right now. Not like the prime age, but prime moment. That moment where everything in your life can change is right fucking in front of you and you're actually aware of it. And it was like, okay, this is the moment. And got into some different work of warehouse labor. And that's when my feminine and masculine came to life. I was a woman in a um, masculine dominated industry of warehouse work. And then trying to work my way up the top where these men are, you know, listening to me talk about being challenged. And there were a lot of moments where I was challenged, but it was so exciting to just step up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to let you see that me being a woman is my fucking superpower. So, yes. <laughs> and, you know, I, I can embody this masculine energy. Like, I can get down. I'm good. Like, I got this. And that was a really empowering experience. So, when I just couldn't work my way up the corporate ladder with jobs, I was sitting on my kitchen table. I said, okay, what can I do now that I'm going to enjoy doing? And it's actually going to make a positive impact. Like the selling shoes. Sure. It's awesome helping people create their style, but that didn't align in my heart. Like that didn't light me the fuck up. When I woke up, I wasn't like, yeah, I can't wait to go help that 16-year-old pick out the perfect pair of bands with his tall socks to look cool for his girlfriend at school. Like, <laughs> I'm like, and don't get me wrong, I love like loading trucks and helping people get their orders at home so they can enjoy the things that they spend their money on. However, I want to do more. I wanted to do more. So I was like, what can I do now? I'm actually back in school for my bachelor's in psychology and that's a couple of years. So I was like, okay, what can I do now? That's not going to take seven years, but will still light me up. And then, so I started looking up, what can I do with an associate in psychology? Um, because that's only about a one, two year program. Um, and then that's when I saw life coaching and I said, life coaching, what is this? Like, and listen, when I tell you it landed in my lap from the burning passion in my heart, I have to share that like at this point in life, just a year ago, I didn't even know who Tony Robbins was. So coaching and like having a successful business, helping people like this, it, I didn't know it existed. Like I had no idea it was even a real thing. So it landed in my lap and I'm like, this is it. This is what I'm going to commit to. And I pulled out my notebook. I probably filled like four notebooks within a month of business plans, ideas. And that's when it was birthed. And I haven't stopped since January of 2021. And I went full time in my business of October 20. Nope, nope. October, November, November 2021. And it's been flowing and growing since. So that is about as quickly as I could go from start to finish. <laughs> That's incredible. It's really, it's shown so much like how, you know, your growth, your work is such an embodied version of who you are, which is what I really resonated with when I came across you as a coach, because it, you know, you show that real side of you that many people are struggling with. And, you know, you touch on topics that are very relatable 
So it makes you, you know, very accessible to somebody looking out from like the in, the outside in where I was inspired, you know, and that's really important when you come across coaches is you want to feel that deep connection. You want to feel like they're authentic in how they're showing up and how they're represented. Um, so yeah, that's just really, really phenomenal work that you're doing. I also wanted to go into a little bit of, you know, you do talk about the holistic part of, you mentioned the food, um, the soul food, like that really being around certain, you know, a certain culture or a certain diet can really have a significant impact on your overall health. And that's so important, you know, in the work I do. So I'm really interested in like your, how did that come about? You know, that journey that you discovered with food. Oh, that's fun. Okay. So it actually started when I was, let's see, going, it was my sixth grade summer and um, I got diagnosed with type two diabetes, fifth, the end of fifth grade going into my sixth grade. So that summer in between there, and it was devastating. Like there's, you know, my family is pretty heavy set and you know what? Funny enough, okay, side note, funny enough, last night I found some old pictures of like when I was a kid and I had got bubble gum in my hair, so my head got shaved, like in my cute little round face, so <laughs> I was a little chomp monster, and, and it was like that from birth, like I was a thick baby, you know, and my family, there were a lot of issues, however, food was our bonder like a lot of people bond over food nowadays especially because we have such a variety of food that it is such a, a rewarding thing you know people win something or you know they have big accomplishments what do we do we go out to dinner and it was like that or you're exhausted so you order in and then my family would only come together when we cooked and it was really fake and then, so in private, I would lean into food as a comfort too. Um, and like I said, I got diagnosed with type two diabetes and it was devastating. It was really frustrating. I already was like struggling with my weight, my appearances, especially because I'm biracial. So on top of being heavy set, two different races, you know, and struggling to figure out my sexuality and family issues it was just like what the fuck <laughs> who am I what are all these problems so food was my friend food didn't make fun of me food was always there for me it made me feel good and so once I got diagnosed I was like something's got to change so my mom started portioning the food out for me based on this like diabetic meal plan um, and then every day, I kid you not, every day for the entire summer, for two hours a day, I would take my fucking CD player with my JoJo CD, and I would go walk, and I would listen to my CDs, because we didn't have fucking iPods. I, you know, may have been born, like, 1997, however, poverty, and back in the day, they go together, okay? So, <laughs> I had my old school CD player. And I would just walk for two hours every day because I lived, I grew up on a farm. My family like built their houses on the property. So literally just like miles of dirt and fields. So I would just walk. I didn't want to be inside anyway with all these people. And I didn't want to keep eating. 
So I would walk every day. And then I, I cured myself of type two diabetes from walking every day and doing the meal prepping. It was gone. The doctor, it was from exercise and diet, but I also know that it was from the release I got every day walking. Like I was a big visionary. Like I could sit and stare out the car window and imagine such clear pictures of what I wanted to see. So I just, you know, would see these body types that I liked and I would envision that. I would envision me happy with my body and not sick and healthy and it was gone and it was awesome. But then that started a really toxic journey because then I became obsessed with being skinny. It wasn't about being healthy. I tried diet pills, like starving myself and none of it worked. None of it at all. And it made me feel horrible, made me more depressed. And so then I got with my partner that I'm with now and he had no problem with my weight. I was about 70 pounds heavier than I am now. And he had no problem with it. And, you know, also with money, you got, we were struggling with, I call it the college kid diet, you know, not that healthy diet, the college kid diet. And that's what we were on. And that's what was easy for us, especially living with roommates. And he never shamed me though. He accepted me. He loves me. But we would fight because he would try to touch my stomach and I would be like, stop. I don't like that. And then he was like, so you're telling me I can't love you because you don't love you. What do you say to somebody when they say that when it's true? So that is when the next part of my health journey started. And I started working out really hard and then I got to a point where I plateaued. Like I started losing weight, it was awesome, felt good, then I plateaued and it was like, what what the hell? I thought all you had to do was work out and it'd be okay. And nope, that's when I had to start looking at my eating and that is when the whole world started to change. I started to learn more about healthy foods and healthy things around us and like, how everything we're taking in is affecting us. The things we're thinking are affecting us. And that's what then led me deeper in my journey of healing because for me to control the foods that I was eating and get to a point of even wanting foods that were good for me, I had to become good for me. And so that's where that led into the food and everything for me. Wow. That's insane. That's really, you know, congratulations for, you know, (laughs) literally beating diabetes at such a young age as well. Thank you. And like completely, you know, taking control of your life at such a young age. Cause you know, again, I struggle myself with weight my whole life and being so young and not understanding what we're consuming is so important. And you know, it really goes into that generational type of healing that we're now seeing collectively because people are paying attention to what they're putting in their bodies, you know, how they're even raising their own kids with eating habits and patterns. So it's a good shift that we're seeing. And I really, you know, I resonate with your story so deeply. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. I agree. It really is a generational thing because it was like, I had to look at the habits and the way that I ate with my family. Like I started to realize, holy crap, I do not 
respect vegetables at all. We used to do like one meat with like three carbs and a single vegetable. And I was like, holy wow, like <laughs> I have to rewrite all of this right now. And it really takes more than just like changing your fucking grocery list. You gotta go further than that. So, and a lot of people really are collectively seeing that. And it's nice to see the shifts. It's nice to see that people are quite literally beginning to finally care about being the change that not just they need or the world needs, but like our our individual generation. So it's creating a lot more massive change because you have like, I call them um, mini big bangs. Every time like collective growth happens, I call them little mini big bangs. <laughs> and then you have one crazy big bang. That's amazing. That's really, you know, and that's the change that I've seen with, especially in the coaching industry and healers and the empaths and people who are really collectively, you know, making that shift happen. It's incredible what's being done. So the fact that we came across each other in the metaverse is very, you know, serendipitous. I also want to just read a quick excerpt from the power of now because it Ooh. goes so into what we were literally just talking about um especially with your background of you know you loving the science part and the quantum physics of it with manifestations and the laws of the universe um he talks about in this book the quantum leap in the evolution of consciousness so our generational consciousness being very much shifted as we evolve collectively right now, especially what's happening on the planet, people are really shifting paradigms completely. And it's happening so much quicker. We're in the age of Aquarius. So we're, things are shifting and 2022 is a big year of that change and that transformation. And we saw it again, when we first saw the war, like first started, that was really marked astrologically as something that is going to shift coming up this whole rest of the year like so many places around the world are just being rocked with this energy and he talks about with the quantum leap in the evolution of consciousness that you know this there's this deeply embedded type of consciousness in the human psyche and the transformation that's taking place on the planet is literally becoming to a place where we can dream and create that matter materialistically. So visionaries and inventions and new, you know, innovations are really coming about right now. And it's happening quick, quicker, you know? And every time that I even tap into that collective energy, you know, I feel it. I feel like we're breaking so much in human psyches, people who are doing the mental mindset work, you know, and rewiring their consciousness, they're really being able to take control of their lives, you know, really break out of old behavioral patterns. So I'm so, you know, interested to hear as well, like, you know, the people you work with and the shifts that you've seen with what's coming about, because people are very interested in mindset. It's something that is pulling them in the right direction um, to kind of getting on the whole spiritual path where you're an embodied, you know, an embodied soul with a body. 
Right. Okay. So you said a couple things that I'm like trying to not rabbit hole too far, too, too far separately, but all right, y'all. So stay with me. It's going to come full circle at some point, I promise. <laughs> so I couldn't literally agree more about everything you said, especially because when you said how the things on the paradigm are shifting and I used the phrase yesterday, transmutation, because so much is transforming through this rewiring we're doing. Like it's starting with the mindset and people are waking up in their mind. Like, you know, the whole, oh, you're woke. Like quite literally the neurons in different parts of the brain are firing because people are seeing possibility. Those visionaries out there that have never given up, those people that look at other people's wins as proof, they are fucking booming right now because their neurons are no longer, and their mind is no longer saying, oh my gosh, only those people have this because of this and this. Now there's been this collective shift in consciousness of if they have it, then I can motherfucking have it. I just need to figure out how to get it for me based on where I'm at and where I want to get to. And then they start to go on this journey and it goes deeper though. It goes on a cellular level, a molecular level, because it's like you get on the journey and it, and I feel like it's safe to say we all at some point at the beginning of the journey started because of something or someone else. There's this starting point that's highly influenced and initiated from others because we're very, we are connected creatures. You know what I'm saying? We're energy. So like, and for those who really believe in the soul collective, like some of y'all know us motherfuckers done met before in a whole nother life on a whole nother soul contract. So some of us are way more in tune. And then when you have people who want to feel and experience what these people are experiencing, and then they get to the point in the journey where someone else's proof is not enough anymore. It's to a point where you got to put in the work now and for those that are really committed to that like it just wakes up more than the mind it wakes up the nervous system it creates us to be the creator like you said like we're creating our reality and we're taking what's in our mind and changing matter with it and it is we're, we're creating our entire fucking realities and it went from being like you're just a bunch of pot smoking hippies who dream too much to like, this is real. This is real, you guys. Like, you cannot refute this at all. <laughs> yes, that's exactly, you know, what we're seeing happen. And I, you know, when I embarked on much of my spiritual aspects um, to bring that into my own business and how I approach things, if, you know, you see this shift where, it matters, you know, what you're doing, where that energy is going, it really matters right now because things are, again, like you said, they're manifesting in real time. Like it's happening quicker. And especially if you've been on any sort of self-development path where you've been kind of working on yourself, that energy is going to keep picking up, especially when we talk, you know, astrologically and what's happening on the planet. You know, if you are a person that's really in that space, you know, you're going to see your fruits of your labor, you know, happen quickly this year. So I'm so, so glad that you brought that up as well. I also want to go into just a little bit about, you know, you talked a lot about the holistic leadership 
And I would love to hear like your perspective on, you know, leading from that heart centered place and like coming from an emotional intelligent stance where you're, you know, your heart is kind of running the show and you're not letting fear take over. Yes. And, you know, when you were speaking, something had come up in my mind and the fact that that was your question, uh, it was like my soul answered it already. <laughs> um, for me, my perspective is find alignment between self and soul in the sense of understand the self, like understand you as a human like like the body understand how does your body work how does your human form work but then understand yourself as a soul how does the part that all of us at some point in life that makes us go how were we created whatever that thing that stems from that question always comes back to whatever your preferred source of power is whatever your religious beliefs are your spiritual beliefs are that part of you is what I would consider soul, the part of us that makes us question our creation beyond the meat suit. And then understand yourself as an identity, as a subjective identity in meaning that who are you because of what you've been through? Figure that out because that's where the rewrites come from. That's how we create is what is your identity? Because if I keep, if I had kept trying to create a life based on the identity of a girl who grew up with this family of people with all these issues and blase blase, I would still be doing the same things I was doing when I identified as that person. Because one of the things that made me shift the most was getting angry about people still viewing me through the lens of a past person or past identity as if it could not change, as if I could not change. And so understanding our, our perceived identity and then understanding your desired identity. This is where the new age, I guess you could say thinking comes in where it's okay to sit and think I'm going to be an astronaut one day, you know, back in the day when mine started waking up again, it was awesome to think I'm going to be the president, I'm going to be an astronaut. And then we went through this phase in history where it was like, you say things like that, and you get knocked down, you're told you're dreaming too big, that's not possible. So now I feel like in this time, especially like you bring up with the astronomy of it all, when you have the literal motherfucking cosmos backing your manifestation, you better motherfucking act, okay? You better motherfucking create. <laughs> and so the best way to do that in my perspective, and this is just based on some of my experiences of how I've manifested, it really is so important to understand who you wanna be and to claim that identity. And every time any old identity scripts come up, be willing to empower yourself with the new identity. Because, you know, you cannot, I always say you cannot change the past until you accept it and begin changing the future. That's the only way to change the past is to understand you can't change it until you Understand you can't change it. Okay. Understanding yourself 
your identity. If you don't understand who you want to be and claim it, you're always going to fear who you used to be. And so that's kind of my perspective on really trying to be able, not even trying, but to successfully manifest what you want and go into full on, I call it creation mode, you know, where you're really creating. Because the thing is, when you mix all of that, it is powerful. And that's why I like using the terminology of alignment so much, because you really want to find a balance between those. Because then when you understand your identity script, and then you understand just how like human psyche works, you can put those two together and then learn, oh my gosh, this is how I can completely rewrite and be whoever the fuck I want to be. And then bam, reality responds and the life you want is yours. Yes, that's, that's amazing. That's really, you know, especially just talking about this with you and your energy, like it's incredible. I also would love for you to um, promote some of the work that you do where people can find you, um, how they can get in contact with you. Yes, so I use Facebook as my main platform. Um, it is Taylor Lachey. Um, I'm not sure I can like send you a link or anything. Um, however, once you get on my Facebook, there is a link to my Calendly. So that way I have a free soul vomit call, as I call it, where we just chill and connect. Like, I just want to get to know you. You get to know me. However, just full of transparency. I don't want to just know about the fucking weather. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I want to know about you, like this kind of conversation. So it's completely free and just for us to literally get in each other's energy, um, as well as the same information will be available to how to book two of my different kind of one-on-ones. I've got leadership mindset, one-to-one calls. So that way we can get those mindset blocks out the way. And then I also do the energy alignment work where we do the healing. I do intuitive messaging. I do guided meditations and we dig up those roots and we, we do that rewiring. Like you talked about, we replant and we plant the seeds that are going to blossom and grow into the reality that you desire. Um, so honestly, the best way to really find out about all my programs and working with me would be to go to my Facebook, which is Taylor Lachey. Um, and you'll find I have a free Facebook group. And like I said, once you get to my Facebook, it is almost like a mine of gold. It's, it's all there and they can get to all of it. And I would love anyone and everyone that is all about alignment and leading and living the lives they love to come be part of my tribe and be in my energy. That's incredible. Thank you so much again for being here. This has you know, been an amazing conversation. And I'm so excited to be able to share your work with everyone listening. Yes, thank you so much for allowing me to be here. This is awesome. <laughs> All right, thank you.